Welcome back into the great Scott show, the great sports callers open think tank. I'm Scott Prather and joining me now is the head coach of Louisiana's Ragin' Cajuns. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, things come at you. You're not expecting. It's all about adjusting, right? Coach Napier in a football game team shows you something you're not expecting. It's all about adjustments, isn't it? Well, it happens every week. You know, I think you got to have a plan. So, um, how you doing this morning? I'm good. I, I, I got to start with this, Coach. Um, so, scared money don't make money. I mean, is that just how many times have you heard that since you said it on Thursday night? Well, believe it or not, um, you know, heck, I've, I've, we tried to put the game to bed Friday with the players. Uh, staff was off Saturday, um, so we had an opportunity to you know, spend the day with the family, get everybody out of the office here. And then we've been back at work. We treated uh, yesterday like it was a Monday, uh, today like it was a Tuesday. So we're, we're a day ahead this week. Um, we're going to execute our what we call our ISD format this week, just get a day ahead and just a little bit more in-depth in our preparation here with our first conference game in the opener. But, um, yeah, no, I got many about that. I'm, I'm – uh, Glad it was entertaining, but uh, certainly I think what the moment called for. Yeah, I, listen, I um, I don't, I, I could be reading the room wrong, Coach. I feel like maybe like that, that kind of attention, like it's not like you, it's not that you dislike it. You just you don't really care one way or another. It's just kind of, it's just kind of there. Your your thing is, look, it's fine. It was it was what the moment called for, but I don't want this thing that. You know, who knows what can go viral or not on the Internet these days, but you don't want it to become in any way a distraction. But you know what? If it's it's if it's something fun for the fan base, that's all good. Yeah, no, I mean, I think um, you know, it's great. I mean, any any coverage for our team, you know, in our university and our communities are positive, you know. I mean, heck, I think in the moment there, it was um, got to have faith and confidence. You got to trust your players, and certainly we had well – uh, prepared um, for that situation and certainly philosophy that we have. So a um, lot of fun. And um, Montreal Johnson, what a terrific effort on his part. You know, I thought we could have blocked the play a little bit better at the point of attack. But in general, a uh, great effort on his part. And, you know, heck, going to halftime with a little bit of momentum there, I think uh, was a big part of the game for sure. Oh, it, it it felt like the biggest <clears throat> moment in the game in that, you know, to go up by 14, get the ball out of the second half, have a long, sustained drive after that. It, it, in terms of some of the things going into last week's game that you specifically pointed out, look, we got to get better in these areas. I talked to Shane Vallow last, last week. He said, look, our goal, we want, we want to go for – we want to rush for, you know, 300 yards. We want to put up, you know, 35 or more points and – uh, and then, you know, the old line went out and, and, and they did a great job. I mean, everyone did when you have a win like that. But uh, in terms of the offensive line specifically, how pleased were you with their performance last week? Well, I, I think uh, a couple things. You know, I mean, I think obviously we, we have uh, built the program around here um, with a certain expectation, a certain uh, brand of football. You know, I think that starts up front. It starts on the edges. starts with the ability to be able to rush the football. Um, and on offense in particular, if you're going to do that, you got to have precision 
and how you do it. And every position group contributes, right? I mean, oftentimes the O-line, um, you know, gets the credit or the blame, but the tight ends did a great job. The running backs were much more uh, precise in their play, and then I thought we did a good job on the perimeter at times helping. So the quarterback's involved, too, in terms of uh, checking the play, pitching the sweeps when they're there, handing it off when they're not. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. And we, we finally put it together and performed like I thought we were capable of performing. Now, the question is, can we sustain it? Um, you know, a big piece of the puzzle was getting Carlos Rubio back, right? I mean, we played the first two games with the freshman, A.J. Kelly at left guard. Um, certainly he uh, did well. But Carlos being a veteran, sliding Ken back in there at tackle. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of this game is mental, and I think we were in the right frame of mind when we went out there and played Thursday night. Reggie Cajun, head football coach, Billy Napier, our guest. I'm Scott Prather. Uh, 49 to 14, the final, put it to bed, move on, get ready for this week. As you, as you said it. So this is my, I guess my last question regarding specifically the game against Ohio, you know, the, the whole thing that spawned the scared money, don't make money. As you mentioned, going for it there, uh, second and goal from the one, but a second left, right? It, so it's, it's essentially a, a fourth and one type of play. Uh, you get it. What, how much, in you know, I know you've you're you're very involved with the staff and you're constantly evolving. How much analytics do you use in like a situation like that versus it just being a feel for the game? Does that make sense? I, I hear coaches talk analytics a lot, and I I get it. Um, I also think there's an aspect of the feel of the game in terms of what goes into the decision that you can't really, I guess you can't put that on paper or in a computer, sort of the, the, the flow of the game, if that makes sense. So do, right. do you weigh one more than the other? Is, it, is, is, is one weigh heavily a little bit more than the other? Yeah, no, I, I, think you're, I think you're spot on. I mean, I think there's always the numbers may indicate something, but you, you have awareness of how your team's playing, maybe how the – the collective effort of offense, defense, and game changers, the momentum of the game. Um, you know, sometimes to me, the play count has a lot to do with it. And where are we relative to, um, you know, physically, right? Are we uh, fatigued? Do we need a break? All these things kind of go into it. But, you know, man, I tell you, uh, we started this just, a, you know, a couple years ago um, relative to using analytics and, uh, really evaluating all the situations, and it has helped us. You know, there's no question that uh, 19, 20, and now 21, um, you know, we've worked hard at it in the off offseason. Uh, we've adapted a lot of our philosophies relative to the research that we've done and, and the weekly input that we get. So, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing when it's working, and uh, certainly the other night it worked. You go into conference play this week, Coach. You mentioned treating yesterday like it was Monday of a game week, so today's more of Tuesday. What do you do with that extra day? Do you do you give the team off? Do you install more of a game plan when you have bonus uh, prep time as opposed to last week when you had less time? What do you do with that? Well, essentially what we do is we, you know, we make Monday and Tuesday and Tuesday and Wednesday, and then, Wednesday becomes kind of our 
in-season deload day. So we go out in T-shirts and shorts. We have an extensive walkthrough. I think we run close to 100 plays. Uh, basically call the game uh, to some degree. We video all of that, uh, come back in, regroup, and then we kind of move forward with our week, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Thursday's a shells practice, but it allows us to really turn up the intensity today and tomorrow in full pads, um, you know, and really get back to the basics and then have some time to um, recover, get get their feet back underneath them uh, before we execute our Thursday-Friday plan. So uh, it's a format that we've used in the past when we have these additional days to get ready for a game. Um, and we found that our numbers, you know, from a uh, GPS catapult standpoint, are better when we use this format. So, and I think in the you know the long haul here in the season, um, you know, I think it's beneficial for our team. ESPN fourteen twenty. Well, you've got um, you know some more more games this year where you have uh, extra time. Last week was was the the short week, but you guys. Look strong. Um, you're, you know, as I think as you put it, as Lorenzo McCaskill put it after the game, we, we finally played, you know, raging Cajun football. Um, and, and you kind of, you know, described exactly what that was a little bit earlier in this conversation. As you said, the question is, you know, can we carry it over? Uh, you, you interconference play against Georgia Southern on the road this Saturday. I know it's a very general question, Coach, and the answer is probably a simple one, right? Just doing the little things and winning the moment. But how do you carry it over? What's the what's the number one thing on the list of here's all the things we need to do, but this is number one. If we need that momentum, carry it into conference play and keep playing, as you guys put it, in Cajun football. Well, I, I think um, it takes a lot of people. You know, I mean, I think um, we've got a lot of people that contribute to our team. I think – Everyone, you know, really working hard at their role, um, you know, really, un, you know, turning over every stone in terms of how we prepare. Um, you know, I think that um, I was proud of our team in terms of how we bounced back. We kind of sputtered around and hadn't played really uh, quality at a quality level there the first two weeks. So to kind of put it together, um, still a lot of areas on our team where we need to continue to improve. Uh, we still have uh, some players that are playing significant roles that are maybe in their first year of significant time. We need those players to continue to develop and improve. We need our veteran players, um, some of which um, need to kind of turn up the volume a little bit and play uh, better, play better. You know, they're not playing as well maybe as they have in their career. So, um you know, it's still very much a work in progress. Uh, we got a lot of new people in the building. I think what I'm hopeful for is that uh, as we get in a little bit of a groove here, that we'll all get better uh, at our role and how we contribute to the team and take uh, tremendous pride in it. So, you know, it, it's a collective effort of a lot of people uh, and making sure that we're in the right frame of mind here and we get, um, you know, show up each day and, do our best to put the players in position to have success, and then the players got to go do their part as well. How did you guys, uh, at the moment, you know, three games into the season, from a health standpoint, how are you guys doing? We're doing well. Um, you know, we've had a few things here and there. You know, we played without Zion and Farad and the, the and Aaron Rodgers in the previous game. 
uh, and uh, Tyler Brown as well. Um, you know, we'll get a couple of those guys back. Some of those guys are to be determined. Um, you know, I do anticipate having some of those guys back this week. Um, we'll see where we're at, you know, and we'll give you a very specific um, deal on Wednesday night after practice. Got it. Good stuff. ESPN 1420. Uh, on Saturday, you mentioned everybody kind of getting to have the day, right? So I know how uh, involved you are with, with the kids, with the family. Uh, it's also, you know, a day with a lot of college football on. So do you do you kind of glance at the TV a little bit while also sticking to dad duties? Like what was, what was Saturday like for Billy Napier? Yeah, we did all kind of stuff. Heck, um, first of all, we slept in. I don't think I've done that since uh, – summer vacation um and was well needed after that five-day uh, turnaround so um but you know we we uh packed we cleaned the house a little bit packed some things up um the boys and i took some stuff to goodwill we uh we made tie-dye shirts uh Andy and joe made some tie-dye shirts we we cooked on the grill we watched ball um Heck, what we did, we did all kind of stuff. But um, no, it was great and uh, certainly well needed. And uh, it's one of the beautiful things about having these midweek games is occasionally you're able to, uh, you know, grab a day off there for the staff and and the families of all the staff um, on the weekend. So we'll have a couple more of those this year, and we're certainly thankful for it. Yeah, it seems like it's a, a big benefit just from a mental standpoint. You know, it's. Uh, being able to kind of take that break and be home when the family is there. seems like overall it, it, it's not something that gets discussed when you're talking about a midweek game as far as a benefit for the team. Um, everyone kind of focuses on the football side of it, but the mental side of it, I imagine that's, that's very healthy. No doubt, no doubt. We, we've got two five-day turnarounds this year. We've got a couple, you know, eight-day, ten-day so some really unique schedule situations, but um, it is one of the, you know, I mean, I hate the fact that we don't get uh, the tailgating experience and the, you know, the Saturday night at Cajun Field experience for our fans, but also, um, you know, it's a little bit of both, you know, always is. Yeah, and, uh, you know, fortunately for you guys, the short turnarounds are games where you're, you know, it's in it's the the, the backside of uh, two home games, and um, that's been the case this go round. And uh, but you know, to your point about the fans, um, you know, it's uh, you got a couple of road games before then, but you know, they're already you know different places are are are, are printing the shirts that say "Scared Money Don't Make Money." Everyone's talking early about App State. I know that you're not focused on that; that you're focused on Georgia Southern, but. Do you have a message to the fan base in regards to the next time you guys step on the field for a game at Cajun Field? Well, we're thankful. I mean, heck, I mean, I think, um, you know, you you look at week one there at home, um, you know, certainly a great crowd for a Thursday night national TV game last week. I mean, I just think that um, my job is to get the team ready, but certainly I know a lot of people are working hard for – you know, a couple of weeks from now when we get a chance to come back and play at home. And certainly, um, you know, those are precious, man. We only get so many of them. And certainly we need to plan ahead and make the most of those opportunities. And in the meantime, uh, we're going to get ready to go to Statesboro, Georgia and play in Paulson Stadium and 
start conference play. So, uh, but no doubt we're looking forward to the next time and, uh, Let's keep working hard to fill that place up. There it is. 5 p.m. Central Time kickoff this uh, this Saturday, uh, 3 o'clock pregame here on ESPN 1420 from Learfield. Coach, I would tell you to uh, to blast some sabotage by Beastie Boys uh, to get the team mm. fired up at practice. But, you know, ask Shane Vallow if he even knew who the Beastie Boys was. He's like, Scott, I have no clue. Never heard of them. So, um, no you know, I guess we're just of that age, Coach, where, you know, we start singing a song and uh, – you know, the young bucks have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, it happens, happens to me more and more every day. So, All right, Coach. I appreciate the time, man. All the best. Thanks for uh, kind of working around it. I, I know I called you a few minutes later than normal this morning, but all the best and um, good luck this week, and I'll be seeing you on some of those Zoom calls. All right, Scott. Thanks for covering the team, man. I'll see you around. You got it. Thank you. That is Coach Billy Napier. I'm Scott Prather. We'll take a quick time out. We'll come back. Ah, week three of college football, biggest surprises. Week two of NFL football, best performances. A lot coming your way as we try to tackle this studio in the studio right now. Uh, not being able to hear anything. It's ESPN 1420.com. Don't go anywhere. Scared money don't make money.